Well, it's finally happened. The football season is unfortunately over. And if you have the fantasy football blues like I do, now is the best time to try daily fantasy basketball. And there's no better place for all your daily fantasy needs than underdog fantasy. Sign up now with promo code JNR and get up to a $100 deposit match. Underdog Fantasy is an easy-to-use app. The newsfeed gives you up-to-the-minute injury updates, news stories, and team updates for your favorite teams. Don't forget to use the promo code JNR when you sign up and let the games begin. Welcome, everybody, to another episode of the JNR Basketball Podcast. My name is John. I am joined by Ronnie, and the playoffs are officially underway. Game one, Saturday and Sundays across the board. Let's 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 jump into some of the stories that we teased last time before we get into the playoff results. Uh, if that's okay with you, Ronnie. Yeah. <laughs> That's That's quite okay a delay me. there. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> so these are go pretty quick because I know we all want to talk about the playoffs that are going on. But let's start with the NBA finalists for the for the big awards. And I think it's worth talking about this because looking at this list, these guys definitely deserve some recognition. They have had a hell of a year. Um, the the way the reward awards are rolled out that is a tough phrase to say. The way the awards the way are... the awards. Yeah. See, not so easy. Yeah. Sorry. No, the way the awards are rolled out. That's, the way the awards the are rolled out. All right. You know what? <laughs> April 17th, they're going to announce. That's tomorrow because we're recording Sunday. April 17th, the Defensive Player of the Year. April 18th, the Clutch Player of the Year. April 19th, Coach of the Year. April 20th, Sixth Man of the Year are the ones that have dates thus far. Let's talk about list? the finalists. Just, I'm sorry. Of, Do you have a list what? of yeah. like who made the the finals for the... The sixth man award because I have no clue who's yeah. in the running for that. Yeah, cool. Yeah, I, it's 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 we're gonna go over. Sorry, it. I interrupted you. Right Keep now. going. Continue. Yeah, no, you you always interrupt me. The most valuable player, three finalists. No surprise: Giannis, Joel Embiid, and Nikolai Jokic. I think this is gonna be Embiid's year, but I, I could see it going really to any of these guys. They're all worthy of of winning this award. Those are the three finalists. Defensive Player of the Year: Jaron Jackson Jr. Had a really great game today. Brooke Lopez and Evan Mobley. Most improved player, Jalen Brunson, Shea Gillies-Alexander, and Laurie Markkinen. Good picks. The rookie of the year, Paolo Banchero, Walker Kessler, and Jalen Williams. Yep. Sixth man of the year, Malcolm Brogdon, Bobby Portis, and Emmanuel Quickly. Which Jalen Williams? Is it J-A-Y-L? I-N? <laughs> or is it the other one? Is it the one that was averaging 20 points per game, or is it the one that was averaging 2 points per game? It's the one that's averaging 20 and that's a rookie. <laughs> okay, because they're both on the same team. Yeah, I know. We, we, <laughs> we did this who's on first bit a while ago. <laughs> We're not going to do it again. Um, clutch player of the year, which I don't even know what that means. Uh, Jimmy Butler, DeMar DeRozan, and De'Aaron Fox. I feel like De'Aaron Fox should win that. Coach of the year, Mike Brown. Mark Dugnulet and Joe Mazzula. And that is the finalist for the awards. Did you want to talk about any of these, Ronnie? Any of these jump out at you that are warrant a discussion? Or uh, Didn't Coach Brown with, win that award? Is, I thought that was locked in. Didn't he like win? I mean, it's it's locked in. Okay. I, 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 I would be shocked if it went to any. I mean, you could make the argument that Joe Mazzula uh, for Boston, just because Boston is so good. Yeah. And, you know, they had the, the issue with um, Ime, what's his last name? Idoku. 
Or Adoka? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm Adoka. They had the issue with him in the offseason. You know, they had to have a new coach come in. That certainly takes some coaching prowess. But to take a team that was just terrible, that hadn't won a home playoff game since 2006, hadn't been the playoffs in forever in the Sacramento Kings, it's got to go to Mike Brown. So I'm assuming that Mike Brown's going to win it. Absolutely. Yeah, compared to Boston, who was like in the conference finals. Yeah, they were in the finals last year. The finals, yes. It's it's crazy to lose a head coach the way that they did, but you still got the talent there. Yeah. Um, all right. Let's talk about the Dallas Mavericks. They got fined seven hundred and fifty thousand dollars for quote conduct detrimental to the league after an investigation of the April seventh loss to the Bulls. How do you feel about that? So do you know why they tanked this game? Let's start with that. Yeah, for, because of their first-round picks and everything. Um, basically, if they made the playoffs, then they would lose their first-round pick to one of the teams they traded them to. Um, right. And then if they lost, if they didn't make the play-ins, then they got to keep their draft pick. So they decided yeah, to... The, yeah, go yeah. ahead. No, you're right. Their, their pick is top 10 protected. So if they can increase their odds of getting a top 10 pick, then that's pretty sweet. I think this is a slap on a wrist. This isn't a big fine at all. I mean... For oh, one, it's, I was going to say the same yeah, thing. It's yeah, Cuban. I 100% like, agree. How much does he make like per year? Like, I don't know, $50 billion? I mean, not really, but so, yeah. <laughs> he does make a lot of money. In fact, um, he plans to match the $750,000 fine with a charitable donation. So he's, it's, he's kind of like, that. awesome. yeah, he's kind of like making fun of the fine. He's like, yeah. no, that's no big deal. <laughs> well, you know what? I'll, I'll match that and I'll send it to charity. The charity is unknown yet, but he says he's going to do that. I hope he does. I, I feel like if you say something like that, you have to do it. But yeah, I agree. It's a slap on the wrist. If you really want to punish them, don't <laughs> take away their first round pick because mm-hmm. then right. they're essentially paying $750,000 for nothing. Yep. They're, they're paying $750,000 for a first round pick. They're getting a, a great deal right. in that sense, if, especially for, since it's going to be in the top 10. So yeah, on the, the April 7th game, this was a must win game for the Mavs. They decided to rest. Kyrie Irving, Tim Hardaway Jr., Josh Green, Christian Wood, Maxi Kleber, and Luca only played for 12 minutes. And they still almost won the game. They only lost by like three points, I think, They right? only lost so by three. Yeah, if they did they play Luca, they three. probably would have won. They probably would have yep. made the play in and, you know, had a chance, but lost that draft pick. Who knows if they would be in it right now, but yeah. And then I think Cuban, by doing this, he's really just showing the NBA, like, that's not a big deal. And the NBA isn't yeah. really teaching the whole league a lesson by having this, you know, slap on the wrist. It's just like, yeah, go ahead, players. You could not play your players and, you know, keep your draft picks because we're only going to find you $750,000. So it doesn't really matter. Just do whatever you want. So Yeah, do skirt the rules, take yeah. advantage of it. Yeah. Um, but I, it's just like what we talked about. I think the they should have lost their draft pick. If that's what they're protecting, Is that, if that's why they're throwing games away, then they should have lost what they were protecting. Yeah, I but agree. It didn't think... happen, and that's how the NBA works. No. So whatever. Yeah. So... I know I'm biased in my my hatred of the Mavs, so I'm, mm-hmm. I I feel like that's blinding me in some cases. But between this and last year in the playoffs, where they had the guys standing on the sidelines wearing shirts of the opposing team colors, and they got <laughs> yeah. fined for that, it seems like they're a pretty shitty team <laughs> yeah. for these sort of rules. I mean, it's really frustrating that there isn't more punishment for that sort of stuff. He just kind of do they kind of do whatever they want, and they don't really have get any consequences. So. I mean, yeah. if this was my team, you know, the, the Pelicans, because <laughs> that's my team, you know, if they sat Zion, if they sat Ingram so they could protect a draft pick, but then they lost yeah. like the next round draft pick because that was their fine instead of $750,000, I'd 
I would be mad at the Pelicans. I I would. Yeah. I I mean, so just kind of like to put it into perspective in my mind, you know, since I do also hate the Mavs, you know, if it was a team I liked, then yeah, I I would just be mad at the organization. But now it's just like, whatever. I'm I'm, I'm nobody's no fan of the Mavs is mad what for what Cuban did, except for maybe just throwing the whole season away. I still don't understand that, but whatever. They threw the yeah. Yeah, I mean, don't you think Luca and don't you think Kyrie Irving and Luca are like different types of players in the playoffs too? So if they made it, they might turn into completely different players in the playoffs and maybe had a chance to win. I don't think they have a chance to win. If they would have made the playoffs, I don't think they had a chance to win. And I think that's ultimately why they decided to do this. Well, Jonathan, I didn't think the Clippers had a chance to win either, but. Here we are. <laughs> We're going to talk about the playoff games in just a second because you, in some regards, you're right, right? Because there are some big injuries that happened today that we're going to talk about that changes the course of the postseason, especially if these guys are going to be out for a long time. So, yes, in that sense, but healthy teams, I don't think they make it out of the first round. Who knows? It's it's tough to know for sure, but yeah, yeah it's just a slap on the wrist. I if they get if they win the lottery and they end up with the first overall pick. Oh. Then Mark Cuban looks like a freaking genius, though. Yeah, that would be really disheartening. Yeah, we'll see what happens. Let's talk about the postseason. There had been some just absolutely fantastic games. This is the reason you watch playoff basketball is just the way that these games have gone. And I was screaming at my TV at various points over the weekend. My kid's like, what's wrong? <laughs> uh, it's been It's been a lot of fun. But before we do that, I do have to tell you, well, we'll wait till we get to the game, and I have a funny, funny little antidote. I have a funny story for you, man. Oh man, it's late. Antidote is that the correct word? Antidote, yeah, yeah. Let's talk about basketball. The Nets and the Seventy Sixers were the first game to start off the playoffs, and this went pretty much exactly as I expected it to. Mikel Bridges, great game with the Nets. He's the best player on this new Nets team. It's just too much. They're, mm-hmm. the, the Sixers are too much for them. James Harden, 13 assists, just absolutely insane. And it's it's just – it's not fair. <laughs> I, I After watching this game, it might be a sweep. I mean, they might not – the Nets might not win a game against these these 76ers. So, um, it is surprising seeing Mikel Bridges take this team under his belt. You know, just like he's, he's just – taking the ball and driving it to the hoop just like he he has the whole team on his shoulders you know and it's kind of crazy to see that he's never been in that position before and yeah, yeah. but uh when it he, is it is kind of cool to see but it's, yeah. it's too much i mean this team doesn't have enough talent yeah he's playing against Embiid, harder harden tucker who's a really good defensive guy tyrese maxi he's ridiculous so yeah you're just and, and type tobias harris i mean yep. all of these guys there's no this this roster is lo- this was, roster is loaded to win a championship yeah and, that's that's I think anything less than that for them is considered a failure. Where the Nets roster is built of like spare parts. It is, yeah. It's, I mean, I hope they win rough. a game, honestly. And that would that would be really cool. I just hope the Nets have at least one game to celebrate, but we'll see. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't look promising right now. But yeah, Bridges had thirty points that first game. That was pretty nice to see. Yeah. It was good to see Bridges be successful, but it definitely it's it's just it's not going to happen. Right. Unfortunately, it's going to be it's going to be ugly. The second game of the night was the Hawks and the Celtics, where I again expected Boston just to dominate this game, and they really, really did. Mm-hmm. They outscored them thirty point. They had a thirty point lead at halftime, yeah. which is bananas. 
And, you know, the score 112 to 99 is a lot, looks a lot closer than it actually was. But when you look at the guys that were playing in the game, it was the reserves for a big chunk of the game. Although Jason Tatum played for 40 minutes. So <laughs> not, not all reserves, but it, this game was over at halftime. And again, I, I don't know if the Hawks are capable of winning a game. The Hawks, I think, are more capable of winning a game than the Nets are. It really, Agree or disagree? Yeah, it, so I agree. It really seemed like the Celtics, their game plan was ju- to shut down Trey Young. And that's pretty much what you have to do, right? And that's what they did. He only yeah. got 13 points. I'm mean, sorry, not 13, 16 points. I think in the first half, he only had like four or something crazy like that. But uh, yeah, he's they really shut him down. So yeah, Celtics are looking good. Brown and Tatum, be... they look phenomenal. Even White off the bench, you know, he's he's ridiculous. So Actually, I guess he wasn't off the bench this time. Derek White was starting, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Robert Williams the third had a great game. Yeah, usually he's starting. Um, yeah, it's it's a very talented roster, and they're just going to breeze through this this first round matchup for yeah. better or worse. Not really fun to watch those sort of games. I mean, this I is the series. The Hawks have potential, you know. I mean, they could win a I couple of a games, game. but the Celtics are so good. They're too good. Yeah. I mean, they're not too good. They're they're just good. Yeah, they're they're much better than the Hawks. The second round is where it's going to get interesting for them because they're going to face the 76ers. And that's going to be a really tough series. Yeah. Don't want to look ahead too far because I I do think that that's going to happen, but a lot of basketball left to be played before then. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we'll see what happens, excuse me, when the Hawks are playing at home because, you know, Trey Young could get hot. You know, he has a crowd behind him and he starts just launching threes from like, you know, 10 yards behind the three-point line and knocking him down like crazy. So he's a streaky guy. 10 he yards could... behind the three-point line? Did you yeah. say 10 yards? Yeah, 10 yards, yeah. He shoots like half-court shots at the on the three-point line. I know. I just have never heard anyone refer to yards in basketball. I know. I'm in a football <laughs> mood. I kept referring <laughs> yeah. to the NBA teams. I'm like, there's 32 teams in the league when I'm mixing it up with football because there's actually 30 yeah. in the NBA. And Yeah. All right. I just wanted to make sure I heard you right. The (laughs) series I was most excited to watch were the Knicks and the Cavaliers. The Cavaliers were the four seed, the Knicks the five seed, but the Knicks steal a game on the road, 101-97. And this game was a lot of fun. I had this on while I was prepping some barbecue for the night, and it was was back and forth. Uh, Donovan Mitchell looks so good on this Cavs team. I just – I don't know. They need somebody else to kind of step up and help out. With that, and and when when Julius Randle's healthy and R.J. Barrett was clicking as well, um, and Jalen Brunson, man, looking at some of the stats here, it it was it was tough to overcome. I'm surprised the game was as close as it was, honestly, based off you know Jalen Brunson, 27 points. But this is where it gets kind of weird. Jalen is Jalen Brunson the point guard? He's the point guard of this team, yeah. Jalen Brunson. Yeah, yeah, he is. He had two assists, which is just I know. Is he really the point guard? <laughs> right. I don't understand when that when like I saw it too. Guard. I saw the you know the little highlights, the little thing at the bottom of the TV, you know, and I'm like, that's weird. Like, what's he doing as a point guard? I so it yeah. made me think like, is he bringing the ball and then just like handing it off to the next guard and then not really setting up a play? Because that that's weird. That's sort of the way it was with Dallas as well, right? Mm-hmm. It's, it's just sort of weird. Yeah, but I still think the Cav- Cavaliers have the best hair in the NBA between Jared <laughs> Allen and Darius Garland. Uh, very jealous of those guys and their <laughs> yeah. glorious hair. Looks good. They didn't. They didn't win this game. They, their their work's going to be cut out for them. I think the Knicks team are, are is going to win this series after seeing them on the court. Um, who knows? Who knows? Now they're they don't lo- they lost home court. 
we'll see what happens. Yeah, and you expect Darius Garland to step up too, you know, for for the yeah. Cavaliers, but he he didn't really this game. But, but yeah, we'll we'll see if that changes. But yeah, the Knicks we'll overall, I think they just have an overall better team where the Cavaliers just rely on their, you know, two star players that they have. They don't really have anything else going yeah. for them. I would agree. I would agree. And seeing the Knicks advance, I think, would be great for the NBA because the Knicks have not been in the playoff, like a, a legitimate playoff team for many, many years. So yeah. it's a big market team. You have Brooklyn and New York both in the playoffs. That's that's kind of neat. That'll make Stephen A. Smith happy. Who's the other guy in the sidelines that's really famous who's been a Knicks fan forever? He's always on the court. What's that guy's Spike name? Spike Lee? Yeah, Spike Lee. That's right. He'll be happy. Yeah, and that'll be nice. He, yeah, he'll be happy. He deserves, deserves a little <laughs> happiness. You know, he's, he's a little good. happiness. To be yeah. that loyal for a team, like to the point where I, I mean, yeah, I forgot his name instantly. You know, I suck at names, you know, but I, I, whenever I think of the <laughs> Knicks, I think of him on the sideline. I mean, he's always there all year long, every year. So yeah, he deserves a, a good team. The game of the night for the first night of the playoff Saturday, Golden State Warriors and the Sacramento Kings. I freaking love this game. This this was the the best matchup probably this first day of game ones. It was so close. It was back and forth, and you could just feel the excitement of the Sacramento Kings. And it was it was insane to watch. Steph Curry is such a great player, and he still got his points. But man, this Kings team plays just great team basketball looking at Sabonis is a great example he was off he only scored 12 points but his shot was just off 16 rebounds he contributed on the defensive side as well he contributes any way he he can and De'Aaron Fox his playoff debut scores 38 points yeah that was amazing to see just just was everywhere doing everything and it was it was fun to watch so 38 points is the second most points in a player's playoff debut, do you know who has the most points in their playoff debut in, playoff in NBA debut, history? I am going to say Kobe Bryant is my guess. That was what my guess was as well. It's not Kobe Bryant. It is Luka Doncic of the Dallas oh Mavericks. <laughs> he holds that record. I would have loved to see De'Aaron Fox break that record. Yeah. Uh, while we were watching that, they mentioned on the broadcast, you know, they did the post game interview. De'Aaron Fox, you know, the second most points in playoff debut. And my wife and I are like, I wonder who the first is. So she looked it up, and this is this is what made me laugh. <laughs> she was reading off the list of like, here's tied for fourth. Mm-hmm. She gets to Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. But she says it, Kareem Abdul-Jafar. Oh. So I just picture Kareem Abdul-Jabbar wearing like the, uh, <laughs> the, the Arabian Jafar Nights villain thing. Out. Yeah. He <laughs> starts like singing. The, the, Arabian the wand and a bird on his shoulder. So <laughs> if Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, if you're listening, which I'm pretty sure you are, <laughs> if, if you're listening this year for Halloween, you should be Kareem <laughs> Abdul-Jafar. <laughs> Do they have a little Make snake staff and everything? That'd be so cool. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Heck yeah. Um, Going back to this game though, Malik Monk off the bench with 32 points. Yeah. Just every shot he had, every time he had the ball, he was shooting and he was knocking down huge shots. And, you know, to the Warriors' credit, they had a chance to tie it and send it to overtime. Steph Curry got open. He put up an open three and missed it mm-hmm. as time expired, essentially. But yeah, man, he had oh a man. couple of chances, didn't he? Because I, I didn't watch his game live, but I watched a replay and. Yeah, I think he missed that shot and another shot before that too. They they had some chances. Oh no, it wasn't him. I think they it was Looney. Had some chances. Um, was it Looney? It was some. It was a bigger was. player on a three point line. I'm pretty sure it was Looney, but 
they had a couple of chances to come back, but yeah, they yeah. just they missed it, which kind of worries me because I, I do want the Kings to win. I want the changing of the guard to happen. I want the Kings to, you know, take it, but I think the Warriors are gonna learn from their mistakes and they're gonna come back and win oh, the yeah. next game because it was so close and they just they have Steve Kerr as a coach, you know. They have yeah. I, I know the Kings have their coach and everything, but I seriously think that the Warriors could definitely make the adjustments adjustments to to win the next one. They're right there. I think there was a lot of adrenaline for the Kings in this game. Yes. First first playoff game in, in years. Uh, I mentioned this was the first time they won a playoff game since 2006. Yeah. but it's It's been so yeah. long. So I think they just had so much excitement. And I, I agree. I think... I think this will be a fun series based yeah. off his first game, but you can never count the Warriors out. And I'm I'm certain that Mike Brown knows that having, you know, been part of that coaching organization for the mm-hmm. last several years. And it's like, hey guys, we got one. That means nothing. It means nothing to these guys. And it does. I mean, Steph Curry, Clay Thompson, Draymond Green, Jordan Poole, Andrew Wiggins, who who bigger poison, man. All of those guys yep. can beat you. Yeah. But man, the Kings look good together. They just have that team that just works really well together. They're gelled, yeah. you know? They they there's I can't even explain it. The chemistry is just really good with this team. They they have all the right parts to make a winning team. So, and they're young, so hopefully they just don't blow it. You know, hopefully they don't. They don't. <laughs> yeah. I don't know how they get somebody off that. or yeah. they request a trade. And, <laughs> yeah, I mean, we see it every year, right? With teams. Yeah. Hopefully they their heads don't get too big youth. for their next game. And yeah. Ah, oh, it was fun. It was fun. So the next game for them, I believe, is going to be. Monday. Did you stick around to watch Fikes? Uh, uh, Fikes. Did you stick around to watch Fox light the light, light the beam? Light the beam. Yeah. Yeah. Of course. That's cool to see. My too. wife had no idea what that was. So yeah. we, I said, we got to watch him light the beam. That's tradition. Yeah. That was really and they cool. They did. And it was cool. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, we, we talked about this on a previous podcast. It's so stupid. <laughs> it is really cool. <laughs> but the actually. Fans I like love it. it. The city love it. I, yeah. I think it's a really neat, it's a cheap gimmick. And yep. the fans are behind it, which, you know, that's all you yeah. really need. If they did it here, uh, I would appreciate it. If they did like an orange beam for the yeah. suns, orange or purple, <laughs> I'd be all about it. Like, hell yeah, light the beam. Yeah. No, it was cool. It was a cool game to watch. I, I'm very happy that it, you know, that the, the Kings are not going to get embarrassed in this series. They they won the first game. And if they don't win another game, I think they can still hold their heads up high and, and have such a bright future. Yes. So, yeah. Who knows? I like we we talked about this before. I have no idea who's going to win any of these series. I the know West. the West is so competitive. The Lakers and the Grizzlies is the next game. That was the first game today. The Lakers win this game one twenty eight to one twelve. You know the Grizzlies were the two seed. They mm-hmm. they were favored to win this series by a lot of people. Yes. I just you can't count off the Lakers. But man oh man this game this game had everything. Yeah. Um, Anthony Davis gets hurt. I don't. Uh, did you see the injury on him? Yeah, I he think comes back into the that game. Was it was second long. quarter, like mid second quarter. Second or quarter. Yep. Yeah. Where he was going Just up for halftime. Yeah, yeah, he was going up for he. Well, first he was at the three point line, and then there was a miss, so he's going running in for the rebound. He started to jump up, and that's when the big shoulder injuries happen when you're trying to lift your arms up to get a rebound, but someone else kind of like knocks it down. That's what happened to him. So he grabbed his shoulder, grabbed his arm. He's like, I can't move it. So he went into the locker room, and everyone was yeah. like, Well, he's done for the night. But he ended up coming back done for the year. <laughs> yeah, he came back after halftime. So uh, yeah, and he looked pretty good after that. It was I I can't move my arm or I can't feel my arm. I'm not really sure, mm-hmm. but that's got to be scary situation. Yeah. Uh, but if it's just a stinger or something like that, yeah. I mean, we've all had something like that where you're, you can't feel your arm or it's just numb yeah. or something like that. So I'm I'm glad I was able to come back because the Lakers need him if they want to make a legitimate run for the title. Anthony Davis is 
the best player on that team. But man, oh man, they have a, so many good role players. Yeah. And, you know, we talked about this trade when it happened with Roy Hachimara. He was shooting lights out tonight. He mm-hmm. scores 29 off the bench, played 30 minutes. The most points scored was, on the team tonight. You, I mean, you wouldn't yeah, think that out scores. of like LeBron no, James and all. Davis. That's so weird. The top two scorers were Roy Hachimaro and Austin Reeves. Mm-hmm. And between the two of them, especially in that fourth quarter, they couldn't miss. They were hitting everything. <laughs> yeah. And it was so fun and exciting to watch. And, and to watch both of those guys just get so excited to be like, man, we're, we're, we're in the playoffs, one. And two, we're contributing meaningful minutes and, and meaningful points. And man, oh man, it was it was really cool. And, yeah. and that's exactly what they need. You know, we saw it with Dennis Schroeder during the playing games, Schroeder during the playing games. He had that big game where he contributed. And you just look at these guys on this roster. There's so many different people that they could get hot and, and potentially be that guy. So it doesn't have to be LeBron. It doesn't have to be AD. It doesn't even have to be D'Angelo Russell like we saw tonight. So look, watch out for the Lakers. Don't sleep on the Lakers, which I don't think anyone is, but mm-hmm. they... They looked really, really good tonight. They were playing really good team basketball. Uh, both LeBron and Anthony Davis had over 10 rebounds and just, just really dominated uh, this game they're, overall, I think. Yeah, they're going in, they're a really scary team. You know, when they're healthy, they're they're going to be one of the top teams. And yeah. yeah, they sure proved it tonight. I mean, against, like you said, the second place in the West, the Grizzlies, you know. But then John Morant went let's down and that didn't it. help. Yeah, yeah. Let's, let's talk about John Morant. John Morant is hurt uh, I'm I'm going to check literally right now. Ronnie, you want to describe the play as I look to see if they have any updates on his injury? Sure. Yeah. So he went up, you know, he has these hops, these crazy hops. So he does all these crazy acrobatic shots towards the rim. He jumps insanely high to, you know, try to put in a layup. Somebody was trying to take a charge. It looked like, I forget who it was, but he bumped into them and then he came down. He was trying to land on his hands to absorb the the, the fall. But one of his wrist his right his shooting wrist kind of curled like inward and then he ended up landing on his wrist so i think basically his wrist like hit the floor really hard and then was trying to curl up his hand like up towards his elbow a little bit so i he just like really overextended that wrist and he immediately like ran to the locker room he's like nope i'm done you saw it yeah Yeah, you saw it it was anthony davis was trying to take the charge and uh, John Morant ended up uh, parallel to the ground mm-hmm. and his legs went up his, and as started to fall. His hands went down. And you're right. He braced himself there and he, he was done at that point. Uh, x-rays were negative, which is good. Yeah. But he said, quote, he's in a good bit of pain and that his status for the next game is in jeopardy. Can the Memphis Grizzlies win without John Morant? I immediately texted him said, he'll be okay. <laughs> he'll be back. <laughs> honestly it looked a little bad but i don't think it's gonna be that bad bad. i I think he could be back well let's say hypothetically he's not is this team still capable of winning this series capable of winning the west capable of winning the nba finals without john morant or is he i think they can absolutely needed i think they could still win because remember when he was out for a good portion of the year they were winning without him so i think that that could still happen even though it is against the lakers but i mean how are the Lakers going to be healthy too? Like they didn't right. really look all that yeah. good. You know, no, so. Yeah. No, Jaron Jackson Jr. Had a great game today. Uh, Dylan Brooks was in foul trouble for most of the game. He didn't play a lot. Desmond Bain looked really good today as mm-hmm. well. I think without John Morant, they lose this series to the Lakers. If for some reason they can beat the Lakers in this series, they don't make it very far without John Morant. 
Yeah. Well, I don't know. We t- Wait, John Morant doesn't seem like he's that big of an impact. Really. He doesn't feel like, to me, it doesn't feel like he's that important to the team compared to, you know, when he's playing and when he's not playing. You know what I mean? Like, they, they do just fine without him. So we'll have to look that up, though. We'll have to prove yeah, what I'm saying. Without- yeah, because yeah. I remember them winning a lot without baloney. him. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But. Playoff I could games be are totally different wrong. than regular season games, though. Right, you need right. your leaders to step up, and, and like we saw with the Kings, right? Sabonis is their leader. He wasn't scoring, but he was contributing in other ways. So that's that that's more important in the playoffs than the regular season is to be involved somehow, some way. Mm-hmm. If he's not even on the court, well, then, uh, uh, that's right. the expert analysis you get on the JNR Basketball <laughs> Podcast, by the way. Me going, uh. <laughs> And me going, oh, we've got to look up some stats. Oh, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. That was, it was a fun game to watch. I'm not – so I didn't know who I was going to be rooting for in this game. I don't know if you ever do that where you're like, I don't care who wins this. But then as the game starts to go on and you're watching it, you, you realize, okay, I'm rooting for this team. I was rooting for the Lakers in this game, and it felt really weird to do that. <laughs> but I just think the Dylan Brooks dirty plays – Combined with John Morant and his just absolute stupidity off the court. Yep. I think that just wore on me to the point where like, you know what? I don't care. I want him to lose. Yeah. I don't want to see John so Morant that, in the championship this year after everything that's gone on. I just yeah. think his off the court stuff is just too stupid. I don't want to see him win anything right now. And his comments with like, I'm not worried about the West. It's just like, dude, <laughs> you should, should be, be worried I, about I your wrist you, now. I, I understand you have to have confidence and have you know some swag to be a professional athlete, but don't say you're not worried about the West. That's just yeah. bulletin board material for every team in the West, and every team in the West that's in the playoffs is capable of beating you. Right. Uh, there's no there's no easy games in the playoffs. So yeah, I, I'm I'm just kind of over the Grizzlies. Last year, I think I was rooting for them. This year, nah. Yeah, same here. And that that does happen with me too. Like I'm going into a game. I don't know who I'm rooting for sometimes, but then right. like halftime happens or, you know, some big play happens. I'm like, you know, I, I kind of really want this team to win now. It's yeah. just, it's weird how that <laughs> just develops while we're watching the games. I was going to add something else. Oh, and, and so to finish off that thought, it feels so wrong to root for the Lakers though. Yep. I don't it does. know how you felt. Well, yeah, because throughout our history, just, they beat us so many times. They've taken us out of the playoffs and yeah, yeah Kobe totally was a lot of people's kryptonite. Uh, including yeah. the Phoenix Suns, but yeah, it just feels so weird to root for the Lakers. But plus, I hate LeBron James. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but with these younger players, I don't mind these younger players. Like, yeah, oh, I, beating I us. I love Austin Reeves' story, right? An yeah. undrafted rookie mm-hmm. who's just playing fantastic minutes. Yeah, I was just trying to look up to. Oh, there's man. there's one NBA team that I saw that has like four undrafted players playing for them. Is it the Lakers or is it a different team? Because I, I can uh, remember. The Heat has a couple. I don't know. Let's see. I, I don't know the answer to that question. Okay. And I don't I'm even still... know what. I don't even know what my Google search would look like <laughs> yeah. without just seeming like a random stream of consciousness. Yeah, just wondering if maybe you came across that too. But yeah, I'm no, trying to look for it too. But I don't know. Yeah, it's uh, there's one of the teams out there that I was mentioning. I was like, oh, that's cool. Like, they won with all these undrafted players. I, I think it's them, but yeah. I could be wrong. I'm trying to find it. It might be. Who knows? Anyways, we let's talk about the, the Heat and the Bucks. Yeah, we're going to, Ronnie. The Heat and the Bucks. <laughs> this game is meaningful because Giannis goes out in this game with a back contusion, does not return. The Miami Heat lose Tyler Hero to a broken hand. He is done. Four to six weeks. Uh, his playoff run is over. The Heat, without Giannis, are able to defeat I said the Bucks without Giannis lose to the Heat, mm-hmm. one thirty to one seventeen. And again, 
Can the Bucks win without Giannis? I mean, they have a really a deep team too, but does everything revolve around Giannis on this team? He is like the heart of the team and I don't know, something just tells me that they can't win without him. I don't know why, but it's just I don't the team think is they can. built I, around him where like for John Morant, for example, the team isn't exactly built around him, but they sure are with with this team. So yeah, I don't I don't think they can win unless maybe they put his well, brother in. Danis's. <laughs> I I disagree with you on John Morant, but that's neither here nor there. But I I do agree with you on the Bucks without Giannis. You can't replace Giannis. You can have everybody step up and do their best, but that will never fully replace the absolute most dominant player. That, he's a finalist mm-hmm. for the MVP. Right. You can't replace that with just play harder, guys. No, it's, <laughs> yeah. he's out. He's out. So I don't know. I'm going to look up an injury update on him and see what that is. But the play that he went down was was very similar to John Morant. A player trying to take a charge. Uh, Giannis ends up airborne and lands just awkwardly on his back. And now he's out. And uh, I don't see he's day-to-day with back contusions and back injuries. So He'll be no okay. idea. His x-rays his, <laughs> <laughs> his x-rays were also clear. So nothing nothing long-term, it seems. But goodness gracious, it's, it's scary to see that happen. Especially now that, like, hey, Chris Middleton and Giannis and Drew Holiday are actually all on the court at the same time. Yep. And then, ah, oh, Giannis is gone. So... I they're in trouble if Giannis isn't coming back because the Heat played a fantastic game tonight. This is the Jimmy Butler that I wanted to see last year <laughs> yeah. in the postseason, and I didn't see it last year. He was so timid, and this game he was he was doing everything. He was getting involved. He was trying to take charges. Eleven assists, thirty five points. This is the Jimmy Butler that you have to be afraid of if he's playing like this. Yeah. Did you see? It was awesome. Did you awesome see the play for Hero when he got hurt, and then he, yeah. He, so he gets hurt, right? He breaks his wrist, pretty much, well, and then he runs well, to the corner. Talk, did you, you? Hold on, before we get there, did you see how he broke his his hand? Yeah, I think it was his hand, not his wrist. It was the stupidest thing ever. He was like a slip and slide trying to get a ball, yep. and his hand must have just rolled up underneath him or something. I think it so was because really, the, really weird. It, so yeah, I saw it, but it didn't really have a clear view of it because he dove for a ball, but then. Yeah, I agree. I think his wrist, hair, and our arm, whatever, it just kind of like rolled up under him. But then, like he's he's grabbing it right, and then the play is still going on. The play didn't stop. <laughs> yeah. So no, the the, he goes is- to the corner, like <laughs> of his bench, like just standing there waiting to like he's like hunched down, like like squatting down, right? Because he's just in agonizing pain. Yeah. He's pretty yeah, much yeah. like, I'm out, guys. Just don't pass me the ball, but go ahead and try to score <laughs> or call a timeout, please, and get me out of here. They pass him the ball. He catches it and he shoots and makes a three pointer. I was like, "Holy crap!" And I then, don't think he made it. Yeah, Ronnie. he did. There's no way he made I it. I swear to God, watch a replay. <laughs> I, I couldn't believe it because I was cringing because I know that's when the injury happened. So I I went on Twitter and I watched the whole thing. So yeah, you you click on there and then yeah, you see him dive on the ball. They do a play and then they don't, they don't really realize he's injured. Right, I have the play up. Yeah, they ran the play. He's crunched no, over. He, and did, the top- he didn't make it. He yes, he the, did. He did not make. He a hundred percent did. I just watched the replay, Ronnie. Did it AI did edit too. it? Dude, I have it up on my screen. Dude, you go watch it. You'll see him miss it. But they did pass him the ball, which was the stupidest thing ever. Let's see. Here's the shot. No, he didn't even come close. Oh. Adebayo got the rebound and tried to put it in. Are you serious? Because the one I watched showed him serious. making it. I was like, Are you serious? No, because it, it, the net gets moved because he kind of like 
it, it's a weird shot. Oh, but it's, it so maybe you know, maybe maybe that was my bad. Maybe I just interpreted no, it no as he maybe. made it. <laughs> he 100% okay. missed it. Because yeah, it looked like he switched it. I was like, holy crap, he switched it. Maybe if he would have made it, that would have been freaking epic. I'm rewatching it right now. (laughs) Good, rewatch it right now. That's crazy. He's on the side, just an absolute pain and agony. I'm shocked they didn't call a timeout. I'm shocked they didn't foul. But what I wanted to ask you is Grayson Allen, who was going for that. Do you ever get the feeling that Grayson Allen and Tyler Hero are like the same person just from a different multiverse? <laughs> yeah, I absolutely. Yeah, I totally 100% they agree. They have like similar haircuts, similar builds, similar playing style. It was it was weird to me <laughs> when I saw them like. Are they on each other too? Or are they assigned the assignments to defend they, each other too? Yeah, uh, they switched up so much in this game, but they're they're both guards, so I'm certain that they covered each oh, other at various dude, points. My bad. The game. So I just watched it, and yeah, it did look. So the net moved like he did make yeah. it, and I looked away. I was like, "Oh my god, he made it!" And I didn't even see that somebody else rebounded <laughs> it and then threw it back in a hoop. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I was just going. I must have been we, like. I'm yeah. glad we solved it, okay. Ronnie, because I was like, "Oh, I thought he missed it," but Ronnie said it so confidently. <laughs> it totally liar. looked like he made it. I'm looking at this little tiny screen too, so my bad, guys. That's why you can't believe anything on the internet. Okay, so let's talk about Kevin Love and his performance in this game. I don't know if um, I don't know how much of this game you watched. Kevin Love came in, took several charges, and he was just a monster on the boards. Eight eight rebounds in 23 minutes, but he was hitting some just clutch shots. He was putting up three-pointers, and I, it was so fun to see him just out there balling. No, I missed this game. I honestly didn't even know Kevin Love was playing that much, too, so that's interesting to hear. <laughs> he was on fire. He played more than Kyle Lowry, which Kyle Lowry had a huge game in that game to uh, send them to the playoffs. He played 18 minutes with two points. He, he's been having some knee issues, and they didn't really need him. With you know Giannis being hurt, they, they kind of ran away with this game. 130-117 to 117 was the final. It never really felt that close. The Bucks made a couple of runs here and there to get it to like 12 points. But then they would just the Heat would just give the ball to Butler and he would do his his Butler thing. So yeah, that's interesting. Didn't Kyle Lowry have like thirty points last game? I remember you mentioned something like yeah, that in the play-in, but now he game. has two yeah, points. But Kevin Love yeah. comes in and scores eighteen. <laughs> that's really weird. This this Heat team with Giannis out, they they might win this series. You know, that makes the sense a little bit that Giannis. Kevin Love came in to replace maybe Hero because that kind of seems like a right fit for that because. Love does play like outside the perimeter like Hero would, so that makes sense that he would get more playing time this game because of the injury. But well, yeah, they're gonna they're gonna certainly need him. Yeah, if uh, with Hero being out for the rest. Yeah. All right, Ronnie, are you ready to talk about the game that broke our hearts? <laughs> I mean, sure. <laughs> <laughs> the Clippers defeat the Suns in Phoenix, one fifteen to one ten. No Paul George. Paul George. No timetable from what I can tell. Maybe game two. Maybe not. But they didn't need them. They they beat they beat the Suns, who I think this is the first time Katie has lost in a Phoenix uniform. Yep, that's true. They was eight and zero before that, and all of a sudden playoff start, and they're like ready to lose, guys. Yeah, <laughs> this game certainly wasn't his fault for the loss. He led Phoenix scores. What if you had one one reason why the Suns <laughs> lost this game, Ronnie? Hit me with it. What's the one reason the Suns lost? It starts with a D and aids, ends with a ton. Oh, so you think DeAndre Ayton is DeAndre the reason the Suns Ayton. lost? 
He is the reason. There is God. Explain yourself, Ronnie. We're yelling at him. He does not rebound the ball. Yes, it shows he has eight rebounds, but why is Chris Paul next to him, out rebounding him by three rebounds? Chris Paul has three more rebounds because Aiton is just watching the ball. He doesn't go for it. He watches it. He, I don't understand his thought. And there's one. There's some games where he actually like is aggressive and he goes for the rebounds. And then there's other games like tonight where he's just forgets what to do when somebody shoots a ball. I I hate him so much. (laughs) (laughs) I think it's a different reason that the Suns lost this game. And the reason is Russell Westbrook, who was Johnny on the spot, like everywhere, rebounds, steals, blocks, just the pest that would not go away, poking the ball out here, even if it wasn't a turnover, disrupting the Suns play. And he just played really, really well. This is the Russell Westbrook we saw a few times in the Lakers uniform, he wasn't shooting particularly well tonight, but he contributed in so many other ways. He was, he had almost like a, a Nikolai Jokic line, 10 rebounds, eight assists, nine points, just almost a triple double, but he was just so effective on the defensive side of the ball. And I think ultimately just too much of Russell Westbrook is what cost the Suns. I think that's true. Too much Kawhi. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I think that's true in the last quarter. Like he definitely stepped up and he kind of looked like he was clutch for them for sure. But when you look at the rebounds, like Zubac, is it Zubac or Zubac? I think it's Zubac. He had 15 rebounds and Plumlee, the other guy had 11. Those are both players that Aiton plays against. He should not be allowing those players rebound that ball that much. And it just kind of goes to show you, like, yeah, second chance points, it's going to help you win the games. We only lost by five, so if Aiton would have rebounded three more times, we would have had more chance to score the ball, and he didn't do that. Yeah, I I was frustrated with DeAndre Aiton. He, he didn't play a lot in the second half. He got into foul trouble, and there was a foul that was called on him, which was got to be one of the worst calls of the year where he was nowhere even close to the player that was quote unquote fouled by him. Yeah. I so mean, I'm so he used got to foul that, trouble. Yeah. So he was on the bench a lot. He missed the, the end of the third quarter, missed the start of the fourth quarter. I don't think it would have helped his rebound numbers certainly, but Chris Paul brought down a lot of rebounds, but that last, yeah. that last minute of the game, the Clippers had like four offensive rebounds. Exactly. Right. And, and Aiton was there every time. I'm that. screaming at him. I'm like, dude, come on. Like, box out. Quit watching the ball. Just grab it. Get aggressive. This is yeah. the last minute of the game. And it really, truly, I felt like cost him the game. All game long, though. Not just like that last part when he was in the game. Just the whole game. It was like that. And so frustrating. But Durant, he almost got a triple-double. He had 27, 9 rebounds, 11 assists. He, he's amazing. He's overall just such a good player. We have to come back in the next game. We we could do it. We have to. Yeah, for sure. The, the Clippers now have – they've stolen home court advantage from the Suns, so we, we cannot go to L.A. down to uh, – and, th- and that's true for all of these games, right? You don't want to go down 0-2. So mm-hmm. from a from a I would like basketball perspective, I'd like to see all these series get tied up. Yeah. This one specifically <laughs> because – Did you see Eric Gordon is, too? Uh, sorry. Yeah, man. Eric Gordon looks like he put on some pounds. Then yeah, yeah, but he was shooting lights out from three point land. He, <laughs> yeah, was, he was just shooting lights out. Yeah, he was kind of crazy out there. Just he's the start of the game, I think it had like twelve points or something ridiculous. So yeah, he shot really well. What's interesting to me is we saw it last year, and we see it all the time. Jose Alvarado got under Chris Paul's skin, and Chris Paul made lots of bad passes, turnovers. Just wasn't himself. 
I feel like we kind of saw some of that with Terrence Mann today yep. covering Chris Paul. We did. Where it just – it got – you know, they were locking arms. They were pushing. They were shoving. I'm surprised they didn't tee both of them up at points how physical they were getting. It seems that Chris Paul just sometimes can't get out of his own way mm-hmm. and, and gets into these situations. And I, I just – I don't see that with Kevin Durant. <laughs> he just always looks so calm and collected. <laughs> I, yeah, this this whole game is just so frustrating. Uh, Chris Paul used to be Mr. Fourth Quarter, and he only has yeah, seven points of no. total game. He he couldn't make a, a fourth he, quarter point. It was really weird. He was short on every shot he made. Yeah. He was hitting front rim, front rim, front rim. And, and maybe it was, like, man. Maybe dude. maybe that's the reason why. Maybe you have a point there. Maybe he did get under his skin, or maybe he got in front of his skin and you know made it so he couldn't shoot a shot. <laughs> That doesn't really make sense. <laughs> and then but I thought it was really weird that they started um, Craig, Tori Craig, instead of Okogi. Did you notice that by any chance? Because Okogi was that, yeah. starting, and uh, but all of a sudden for the playoffs, and they switched it. Okogi hardly played at all this game. Right. He only was in the game for seven minutes. And then they put Biombo in. Ineffective seven minutes. And, but, yeah. and relief of Aiton, but Biombo's usually like a, a good blocker and everything. They only played him for four minutes. He got fouled once. He missed like two, free, two out of four free throws, so... I think they kept him out because he wasn't making very many free throws. Then instead of switching him eating out for Biombo again, they put in um uh what's that Landale. Yeah. Jock Landell. So, who played really, really well, I, like I thought. Yeah. When he was in the game, he he made a really stupid shot at one point, but mm-hmm. the hustle was there. He exactly. definitely fought for some rebounds. Yeah. Uh, there's rebounds I did not expect, and he only had two rebounds. I think both of those rebounds were ones where he was boxed out, but he just was pushed his way inside of it. And yeah, got it. So him, Troy Craig, yeah, and Okogi are hustlers, and I think they need to give them a little more playing time. Yeah, it's going to be tough. Paul George comes back but, game two, hypothetically. Yeah, are, do the Suns have a chance? I mean, yeah, we always have a chance as long as we're healthy. But it's going to be. Yeah. I knew that the Clippers are going to be hard, but I seriously thought. That we were going to beat them without Paul George, though. But the first I, quarter, I they so just too. dominated. What was it, like 18 to 33, I think, in the first quarter? 30, was... 30 to 18 going into the second yeah. quarter. Yeah. Stupid. It did not look pretty. They got it close by halftime, and then the Suns won the third. Suns won the third quarter, mm-hmm. second and third quarter, but it was just the fourth quarter. Sloppy play. What what sucks the most about this game and this series is I am a huge Kawhi Leonard fan. I just love the way he plays. It's similar. Yeah. You know, we talked about SGA where he can change his tempo and, and everything. Kawhi Leonard is very reminiscent of that. It's just so smooth with the basketball mm-hmm. and he's kind of a small forward, but he just plays, he plays like a guard the way he handles the ball and just so fun to watch him play. So it, it was just like a double double damage to me because it's him that's doing in the suns but. yeah he's so serious and he's so locked in but god he he's so good it, it works though you know hey by any chance did uh, you did you send in the did i send you the text for the brackets to do the yeah MVP? you sent me a text for brackets did you set I did that not up? fill it out okay nope uh, the reason i was bringing it up day. is because i maybe today <laughs> i set one up earlier today and then uh, milwaukee bucks played and i said that they're gonna win in four and they lost their first game so i was like well that bracket's done so <laughs> there goes my million dollars and then i set up another yeah, the bracket NBA was doing a sorry go ahead, explain what you're talking about yeah so the nba is doing a, if you get a perfect bracket where you guess the amount of games that the team wins in each each series you know each uh what are they called each rounds each series each, yeah, each round so, so then you're gonna win a so million dollars if you get it you, perfect you 
you have to pick the team that wins and the number of games. So Bucks and four is broken because the Bucks have already lost. <laughs> so you could be Bucks and five, potentially Bucks and six. But yeah, you have to get the team and the number of games of each series correct. But they are still allowing you to place it. They're still allowing you to enter, even though the teams have already started playing. Yeah. Because it's like almost like ridiculously, it is impossible to like get a perfect bracket. So my oh, point it's was... it's impossible. <laughs> it's, it's highly unlikely, but... <laughs> yeah, yeah. So my first one was to for the Phoenix Suns to win against the um, the Bucks, And so anyways, that that's broken up now because I the Bucks lost their first round. Our first yeah. first game, but then I did first a, game of the first round. Yeah, I did a automatic pick them, and then I picked the Celtics to win the championship. And I'm like, are you kidding me? Because we're playing against them, and we lost their our first game against them. So <laughs> I was like, well, at least I'm winning my bracket so far. So I'll just yeah. leave that one and see how that goes. <laughs> I, hey, hey, if I if I if the Suns lose to the Celtics winning the championship, and I win a million dollars out of it, that'll soften a blow right there. So I I kind of like that a little bit blow. better, anyways. Yeah. But I suggest doing oh, that, Jonathan. Ronnie. You silly dude. <laughs> Last game of the night is actually still underway, and we will not be recording when it finishes. The Timberwolves and the Nuggets. The Nuggets are up big right now, 59-44. Third quarter just started. Uh, just looking at some of the stat lines, you know, they're going to need a lot from, from these guys. Carl Anthony Towns has not done much yet this game. Yeah, it's four I just points. Think the Nuggets are going to be too much for them. Gobert has the ten day. rebounds, though, so he's rebounding like crazy. He's he's back from his suspension, so that's good. Anthony Edwards is in there, fourteen points. He's doing good. The Nuggets, though, of course, you're not going to. I mean, Jokic is on his way to another triple double. Thirteen points, he's twelve rebounds, six yep. assists already. We're in the third quarter right now. Jamal Murray's yep, doing third okay, quarter, and they're up by fifteen points. So yep. I I did not expect the Timberwolves to win this series. Uh, this first game in Denver, Denver has had a lot of time off and the Minnesota Timberwolves have had to play two games mm -hmm. to get into the playoffs. Right. So I, I think they're they're probably tired. And Jamal Murray is actually healthy for a playoff game. So Jamal Murray is healthy for a playoff game. <laughs> Holy smokes. That's that's the good thing. So, yeah, I guess we'll right, recap, recap this game later. Yeah. We'll recap this game. There might be nothing to recap. It just might yeah. be the Nuggets destroy the Timberwolves and the Timberwolves forfeit the rest of the series. Yeah, and obviously not watching it, but we'll we'll watch the highlights on it. Yeah. Uh, coming up tomorrow, Monday, we have game two uh, with the Nets and the 76ers and the Warriors and the Kings, and then just pretty much basketball every single day going forward, right? I, I'm trying to see if there's a break in there somewhere, and there's not. So just... Check your listings. See which team you want to watch. There's a lot of basketball on the horizon because it's the playoffs, Ronnie. Yes. The playoffs are here. Finally, the regular season. Get out of the way. Playoffs are here. Okay. I have some things to add. Okay. Do it. Let's add it. Here's a little, um, I'm doing, going to pop quiz you. Okay. There have been two right. guards to average 30 plus points per game on less than one three-pointer per game in a season. Can you name those two players? I'll give you a hint. So so, this year, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me re let me review it. There's last there two guards, guards to average thirty plus points 30 per game, plus, but less than one three. Yes, less than one three per game in a season. So okay. one of the players is from this year, and the other player is like a historic player. So one of the players is from this year. So a guard that doesn't shoot a lot of threes but scores. Um, Damian Lillard's out. Let me know if you <laughs> want another hint because I have another one. I'm gonna guess. I'm gonna guess John Morant. No, no. Okay, hold on, hold on, hold on. 
Lucas shoots a lot of threes. Uh, can you tell me if he's in the East or the West? This player is in the West. This player is in the West. Okay. Is this player's team in the playoffs? No, that was my other hint. That they have been eliminated. Uh, okay. Oh, so they were in the playoffs or the play-in game. <laughs> yeah. So Shea Gillius Alexander. Yes. And can you name yes. the other player okay. next to him that's a historic player? John Stockton. No, come on. I don't know. Michael but Jordan. Give me a, I was going to say, give me a generation at least. <laughs> <laughs> can My- spend all day. Let's play the fifth year of basketball. <laughs> Michael Jordan and Shea Gillies Alexander are like right next to each other. They're, I love seeing that because there's been so many comparison, comparisons of FGA uh, looking like Michael Jordan. So I love that stat when I saw that. That was really cool. So Shea this season, he's yeah. Uh, yeah, he's fourth overall in points scored, first in free throws, second in blocks by a guard, first in 30-point games. Most 30-point games by a Thunder since MVP Durant. How about that? That guy is That is good. pretty impressive. I, he should, when we saw the names of most improved player, I, it's got to be him, right? Laurie mm-hmm. Markkanen had a great year. Absolutely. I'm not going to pretend that he didn't. But the evolution of Shea Gillies-Alexander is another level. Yes. Right. Yeah, he's crazy. I, Everyone was talking about Josh Giddy and Chet Holgram. Nobody was talking <laughs> about SGA. Yeah, totally under Holgram the radar. And gets hurt and Giddy, Giddy sort of – I don't want to say he reverted, but he – I was not impressed with his play this year at all mm-hmm. based off of the way everyone was talking about him. Yep. He needs to get better and, and this team can be legit. You know what? I, I There is one person that I heard talk about SGA and that was Jalen Rose on his podcast before he ended his podcast. I heard it from him okay. and uh, I was like, man, like Jalen Rose sure knows what he's talking about, man. He, he's so good. All right, a couple so of I feel things. like you say that, but you could probably find multiple quotes of Jalen Rose saying something absolutely ridiculous too right? uh, i mean he's pretty accurate on what's published though before it happens okay i listen right. to his podcast That's a lot fun. and yeah he, he's pretty good okay okay what so else you got ronnie the rosen's daughter remember the girl that was screaming like crazy oh yeah so she has yeah. not she will not be attending the game so yeah they just well, the, because so, the bulls are out so that's part of it but <laughs> oh crap that that's <laughs> <laughs> right. It was so uh, my bad. I totally missed that. So, well, no, there, there, there was an issue, right? So she, but didn't security have to like escort her out or something? Um, you know, I didn't read that far. It just says she won't travel with the Bulls for Friday's Do or Die contest. So my bad. That was an old one. I kind of, for some reason, I was thinking <laughs> that I mix the Bulls up with the Heat. <laughs> my bad. Okay, I got uh, a different another news. one. Charles Barkley is not playing this weekend, <laughs> folks. I got another thing for Charles Barkley, speaking of him. So did you know that he's oh, not yeah. in NBA 2K23? Yes, So I did. do you know why? Yes, because he – something to do with the old timers in the league. Like yeah. He thinks that they should be paid or, yeah, or something. Yeah, exactly. So I, I just okay. found that out recently. So he basically thinks that the video game should pay – like kind of – they have a fund for the retired players in the NBA – he thinks they should donate a million dollars to that retirement fund, and then yeah, he'll allow yeah, yeah. that game the rights to use them. So, FYI, everyone, I, I did buy NBA 2K23. And I, have a, I never buy video games, by the way. But I, I decided to buy it and run my little method of madness to find out who should be MVP of the league this year by playing like a team okay. of all Jokic's and all Embiid's against <laughs> each other. So, 
I'm going through, like, they have Michael Jordan and Karl Malone, all these amazing old players, even um, Wilt Chamberlain and stuff, too. And I go to see, okay, I'm like, cool. I want to see the Phoenix Suns all-time roster. And I'm like, where's Charles? Yeah. He's not on there. So then I did some research and, yeah, figured out uh, why. Oh, so okay. I just, okay. that was a little disappointing for me. There's a few other guys, too, that aren't in the game, but he was the biggest name. So just kind of... Oh, for sure. Yeah, yeah, found that interesting that, uh, yeah, he didn't want to be in the game because of that. So that's good for him that he's sticking up for the older players, but disappointing for me <laughs> <laughs> were you able to make a team of all kareem abdul jafars no i didn't go that far <laughs> so tell me the list of players this is what i did though here we could get into it right now if you lo- do we have time to do this no 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 no. we don't have okay time. all right we'll skip it for now today. but uh but so... I, I wanted to jump back to demar Derozan's daughter real quick okay so I, I looked it up apparently they were they were receiving online threats so she did not travel to toronto oh. um that's dumb. not Toronto. Wherever they played in the next round. Yeah, wherever they lost. Um, let's see. I don't remember where it was. I could probably look up and see who's playing the uh, the Bucks, the Heat. There you go. She didn't go to Miami um, because they were getting online threats, which is just sad. She's nine, guys. Yeah, seriously. You feel like you need to make threats to a nine-year-old. Do yourself a favor. <laughs> like, sleep off. Sleep it off. Yeah. Don't do that, guys. Seriously, that sucks. That doesn't make me a fan of the NBA, you know? That's come no. on. Okay, Zion is frustrated with criticism over his availability. He says they just want to play, but does he? Because <laughs> uh, yeah, I read I that know. and I'm like, I don't know. I mean, he's like, from my perspective, from my perspective, I just want to play basketball. I want to hoop. I want to play the game I love. But the reality is, I check my phone whether I'm just watching TV. No matter what it is, I can't really escape what the world thinks, what people's opinions are. So it's just frustrating. So everyone's telling him like. You're not playing. You look healthy enough to play. I don't think you want to play. He's arguing, I just want to play. I do want to play, but I don't know. I I don't believe him. I don't think he was cleared by the doctors. And that's what happened last year, though. I, but he's 360 dunking, his windmill dunking. They're, I know. Why are the doctors not so clearing him? So why the hell are the doctors not clearing him? Yeah, exactly. We said it at the same time almost. Last year, they were not clearing him because they were worried about his contract and they didn't want him to re-injure himself and then not get signed for another good contract, right? But this year, I don't have a good reason. Like, it's just because I, I, don't, I know. don't know. It just doesn't make sense. Uh, do you remember we had a similar issue years ago when uh, Kawhi Leonard was still with the Spurs and the team cleared him, but his own personal doctors didn't clear him and he wasn't playing and they had all that drama. This almost seems like the opposite of that, mm-hmm. where the team is not clearing him and the player wants to play. Yeah. But I have to imagine that's creating frustrations on both sides. Or like with Ben Simmons. How like, oh Ben Simmons! Don't get me started. He never wanted to play, but the doctors are always clearing. (laughs) And he was. Did I tell you this fun stat last week about Mac McClung? Uh, I told you that stat actually, but yeah, say say it again. I I don't remember the details, but he has scored more points in the Brooklyn Nets arena than Ben Simmons has, or something like that. Yeah, exactly. his one game in Brooklyn is more than all of the games that Ben Simmons has played this calendar year. That's what it was. 2023 was the caveat. Yeah, it was like so that one game he had was just games. a ridiculous yeah. game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. So that was awesome. But yeah, crazy. All right, I got one last thing. Then we can wrap thing. it up if you want. It. So the four-time All-Star Cousins signed with a Puerto Rican Which club. Which Cousins? Uh, Kirk Cousins? DeMarcus Cousins. Oh, Demarcus. Yeah, he says my career isn't quite done yet, so he's he's going to play in Puerto Rico. So if you want to go watch him play, you could turn one of those games on. But that's all. 
I just found that was interesting. Is still playing basketball. Yeah. Wow, that is crazy. Yeah, he's still healthy. Is Dwight but... Howard still playing in that over? Well, did Dwight Howard sign a contract, or is he still playing in? Well, Korea? he was playing overseas somewhere, but yeah, I don't remember where. But yeah, he he was signed for a team, and then he tried out for the wrestling team, but <laughs> he was still playing basketball. Yeah, he's with the Taiwan Leopards of the T1 League. Yeah, wherever that is. So yeah, I just found that it's interesting. Good, it's good interesting that these really good players, well, quote unquote, really good players, like still want to play, but nobody's signing them. It's like they're they're too old, and they're just you have to pay too much money to get them on the team. But then, like the league, the veteran league minimum is yeah, it's really yeah. really high. And some of these guys, I don't know Demarcus Cousins very well, maybe aren't great locker room guys. So exactly. Like, eh. Yes, that's why I said quote unquote because yeah, he's a good player, but he's. Not a good player for a team. He's definitely like a Kyrie Irving type player yeah. in the locker room. He's just gonna destroy <laughs> your team from the inside. Um, he gets and technicals sort all of the time. opposite of. Does he? Yeah. Uh, there's sort of the opposite of that with Miami, right? With Udonis Haslam, who is mm-hmm. a veteran that doesn't play very much, but he's such a good locker room guy, and yes. such a good mentor and coach that he just sticks around. So, yep. uh, it's it's funny to see sort of that polar opposite between those because I'm sh- I'm certain. That there's players not in the league today that are better than him, but they're just trash people to be around. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So that's today's life lessons, guys. Don't be, <laughs> don't make online threats to nine year olds, and don't be a garbage person. Be nice, be kind, be a good person. Did, that's all I got. Did Ryan. we already talk about the Pelicans being in first place and then losing everything? I think we talked about that last podcast oh, too. They had so this might be one of the worst. That that was that was a really bad free fall because was it christmas time they were first yeah between them and the nuggets sometime were, in january close to each other i don't i don't have the the historicis of stats uh or standings in front of me but yeah they man oh man they fell hard yeah i i screenshotted some some tweets like there's one that said post xmas meltdown from first to bounced in a home play-in man i remember predicting that they were going to win the championship i felt so good about these guys then Zion hadn't played since January, and it was just all downhill from yeah. there. Man, that sucks. Yeah, first in the West on January 1st, another tweet said. So I'm going from what other tweets said, so hopefully they're correct. But yeah, and I know they were first at one time. I was like, see, Jonathan, I predicted this, and they're going to win yeah, the championship. Yeah. And they didn't even make the playoffs. So <laughs> yeah, so frustrating. Apart. I wonder what's going to happen now well, that- with those players on that team, you know? Like, our Playing for that team and having Zion, I think they're just going to fall apart. Like nobody wants to stay on that team at this point, do they? I I disagree. I think they still have the their window is still open. So two years in a row, though, it's the same you, thing. Yeah, but you still have a a core of young guys there. Well, put yourself in Ingram's shoe. Do you want to play for that team another year? Yeah. All right. I didn't think so. I wouldn't want to if I was here. Because <laughs> I feel like Willie Green is a good coach. I feel like he's a player-friendly coach. Uh, CJ McCollum is is a, a not as great as he was. He's definitely getting older, but he's still a very good distributor. You're still going to get a lot of shots. Jose Alvarado is an up-and-coming point guard. Uh, Zion, if, if he's healthy, you saw what this team could do when he's healthy. Yeah. So I, I think, yeah, you do. You do, and you might get a good contract to stay there. Boy. Plus, you played a, uh, an arena called the Smoothie King Arena. Who doesn't want to <laughs> play there? Well, you're gonna have to hire Haslam, I think, to bring up the morale in that locker room. Because there we go, <laughs> I wouldn't feel that one. At, at one point in the yeah. NBA season, the Lakers were two and ten, 
and the Pelicans were in first place. They started off the year two and ten. Yeah, and, yeah. And remember, the, the Pelicans traded for Anthony Davis, so now the Lakers yeah. ended up making the playoffs, and the Pelicans they're at home watching the Lakers play, watching eighty. That just shows you how quickly things can change in the NBA, right? Yep. Because this this Lakers team is fairly similar to what it looked like last year. They made some changes, but nothing nothing major. You know, the core is still there. I would say. Mm-hmm. I guess not with Russell. Well, Westbrook. Well, Russell Westbrook started. <laughs> you always have Lakers. a hard time saying that, <laughs> dude. I feel like I, <laughs> if I had to say Russell Westbrook, wa- no, I, I'm not going to make up. <laughs> Call him RW for now on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all right, Ronnie. I am going to call it. Let's do a quick final recap of the score. On yeah. The let's look at that real quick. Game. Oh yeah. Minnesota's getting your butts kicked by Denver. They're, they're pulling away. Denver is leading 69-53 to 53, uh, with probably no signs of slowing. So this is good, though. Let, let If I'm Minnesota, rest your starters and uh, get better for the next one. But that's yeah. going to do it for us tonight. Thanks for listening. Check out your local listings for your favorite team if they're in the playoffs. Otherwise, we will see you next time. Yeah, thanks for listening, guys.